Hello again, and welcome to Killing the Great White Male. More of our shared experience today with myself, Royce, and Lauren Carlson. A reminder that we are talking about sex and consent and all sorts of triggery stuff, especially things around rape and, and, and sexual assault. Last time we left off in our conversation with the notion that restorative justice only works when the violator holds the truth that they hurt someone, that they violated someone. So, let's dive right on back in. Um, so those right, the, and it's not the yeah. same for, a, for a, a dean of students to say you're guilty of this. Yes. Yeah, no, the thing is, I know he's guilty of it. I was there. <laughs> yes. Okay? So, I remember, and I know, and... Um, but yes, I, I can tell you that um, this this chapter was particularly difficult for me because it left me wanting more, oh. even though even though I have all of the answers that I need. I need no more answers. I know exactly what happened, and I've heard it hundreds of times from the same person over and over again at different ways. And I know, I know everything. So I can I can spend my time with the knowledge that I have and I can I can get to a place. But um, but having that person say I did this and I know that it was wrong is is um, is really I can't tell you how different it it would be. Uh, it's there's no words to put into that that um, when when we speak about Onwen, her knowing that she's not crazy. I mean, the gaslighting uh, is one of my triggers. I have very few, and that is one. If you're going to tell me, but you did no 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 <laughs> no, uh, but I was drinking, but I was whatever. Yes, yes, all of those things. Yes. I did anything that you're saying, I'll say yes, but you still did this. And if you don't see that that is still wrong, no matter what you want to throw at me, then then you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. And, and this is, I say this not to, um, I go on with this, this bit in the chapter is from, this the subheadings from monster to man so it's it talks about samir's journey uh, in this in this process again just be, because the focus of this book was about boys and sex it's it's not she's not trying to preference the perpetrator's version of events right this was right. what she was studying but it um the bottom of page 214 it was the hardest thing samir had ever done i saw that what i had thought was an awkward hookup where I was trying to be a kind of teacher was for her an account of fear and discomfort and violation and just pain. Right. In my mind, I had always tried to be someone who did right by people and treated them with love and respect. But this guy who forced himself on this girl, that was me. It was See, hard why... not to view myself as a monster. Right. See, that's why I don't think he knew. Yes, he knew. Okay. She didn't want it. He doesn't know that's right. Okay, okay. Until until this, yeah. I mean, and I don't know what at, at what point does he come to that, but 
um, there are plenty of people who are saying, oh, man, I had I had sex with that girl. I don't even know if she remembers it. But yeah. there's a study. Oh, man, I don't have my paper with me. There's a study of Harvard students yes. that they have interviewed and said, would you ever have sex with a girl if she didn't want it? Would you ever have sex with a girl who um, who you had to force yourself on? Or would you ever try to talk to her about it? Um, and then there was one more question. Oh, would you ever have sex with someone if no one found out, you know, oh, if, if it couldn't and they, and, and a huge number, oh my goodness, I don't remember this statistic. It's terrible. I'm the worst today. Um, but it's like 60% of college students who were interviewed at, at this university said yes. And yeah. then some, and then they asked, would you ever rape someone? Oh my goodness. Hell no. No. Of course not. And I think that the number went down to 20 or something. Now, I really want to know who those 20% are yeah. so we could stick away from they actually know that they want to rape someone. But the, the point of this is that even very intelligent humans don't know that those first four questions were rape. Yeah. How are you not understanding that? So. Well, when I, I say he, when I say he didn't know, it's sure he knew exactly what happens. He remembers, and yeah, okay, I had to talk her into it, and she didn't really want to. Did you ever force her head down? Yeah, I know, but like I was just showing her how. But have you ever raped her? No. I think that for a very long time he would have said no yeah. to all of those things. And 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 truthfully, uh, because I study so many of these laws, truthfully, in many states that would not be rape and in the state that i was in that would not have been rape at that time even though now it would be and um it would have been sexual battery or or yes or yeah. assault because they're all different and doesn't really matter except that why is one in one state it counts as rape and not so i'm not a rape victim or she's not even though the same thing happened it's it's ridiculous but um but for him i think he knew exactly what he did but did he know it was rape? What was the point that he knew? Oh, my God, that was rape. Because I think if you had that conversation with anyone I went to college with, they would, of course, they know I've never raped anyone. And then if we talk about it and they were really honest, they might have a different answer. And I don't know if they'd say it out loud, but they might have a different answer. And that is, see, that girl, she knows yeah. it. Because her mind is thinking, I am not enjoying this. This is not something I'm wanting. But she, um, you know, she's there or he's there and they're doing it. I, I guess and, the, the reason I don't want to let him off the hook is because that the power imbalance of where I was trying to be a kind of teacher. Yeah. <laughs> that's, did she ask to be taught? Like right. there, there's the thing where I've just, I stand up and scream at my former self. So that. Be mm -hmm. real clear. I don't. I, this is for me an internal conversation of right. I, the part of my brain that where the alarm bells were going off. It was around power imbalance. It was around abuse of power, and to not know because I I didn't for many years. I didn't know that that little alarm bell was when I was being a monster. Um, but it's very important that we begin to understand that that is a vital little alarm bell. Um, because right. that is how we, we know this is one of the circumstances under which, uh, it becomes rape because if there is a power imbalance, it cannot be consensual. I never understood that. Right. 
right. I'm not going to say that that was okay. It didn't, and it doesn't make it not rape. Um, right. Right. But at what point did you realize that that was rape? So it wasn't yeah. then. So you may have known, Hey, I definitely used power to, to get someone to do something. Yeah. But did you know that that was rape until when? What I'm saying is, is yeah. most people are aware of their actions while those same people don't know those actions equal rape. Yeah. I mean, so, so for me, yeah. a, a power imbalance, definitely saying uh, his was more of, um, well, she threw up and I really, oh. I had to stay to make sure she wasn't gonna, um, I, I stayed to take care of her. So now now he's being my protector. Jesus. And and so things, yes, so there was a power imbalance because I yeah. was powerless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um but did so to someone at what point do do we know now I, I, I fully believe everyone chooses their actions and they know what they're doing, but do they know that that's rape? And I would say that 17-year-old boys and girls don't. And that's mm. what I want to teach them. Have you ever pushed someone's head down over your penis? Okay, well, that's forcing sexual activity. Yeah. That's rape. And I don't think people are told that. No, we're not. No. Um, yeah. It... God, I've written so much about what is consent because yeah. um, because every state is different and and a majority of states do not legally define consent. They define what is not consent, which is fine, I guess. Uh, but this particular state that I have have been through legal um, issues with defines consent as um Anything that is not the use of force or the use of um, someone being incapacitated, or so and then there's still okay. Right, right. So then there's also, um, you know, the age. There's always the yeah. age, and, and then there's always guidelines. Okay, you can have sex with a 16 year old if you're 18, or if you're whatever. Yeah. All those, all those different. I get it. You have to lay it out. This particular state, though, I will tell you a story. Um, there is a very brave woman uh, who was raped on the same campus that I was 10 years later. And she was uh, with her boyfriend and uh, they, they fell asleep in his dorm room and the boyfriend got up to leave to go to the bathroom or to go to someone. Maybe the party wasn't over. I'm not sure. He got up to leave and the roommate saw him get up. Now the roommate climbs in bed with this girl who is half asleep and probably drinking. But honestly, they've never said that. I read court documents. I read all of everything about this. I actually know um, and in contact with the attorney that was handling this case. So I know very much about this case. And I love that you cannot even look up if she was drinking. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. So... Um, but I'm assuming based off of the story that that's probably what happened and it doesn't make her any less of a victim. So I, whatever, 
Um, it does so, go to her inability to consent. I mean, that's right. the only relevant but part for me. He knew, but he knew she was asleep. Yeah. He climbs into bed with her and he has sex with her, but she wakes up um, to actually have sex with him. And then he climbs out of bed, gets back into his own bed and she rolls over to go back to sleep. The boyfriend then comes in later and says something that, and she says, you know, where'd you go? Or comes, I, I think it was her, the boyfriend coming in the room. Then she looks up and she's like, whoa, whoa, wait. I didn't know you left the room. And Jesus. Oh, God. this case, this case was tried in this state and he was found not guilty. Even though he testified, I knew she thought I was the boyfriend. Oh, God. So like, that's a, that's a. So they're changing the law because guess what? In this state, there are only three things that mean no consent. Number one, you're incapacitated or asleep. Number two, um, you, uh, you know, don't have the mental ability, you know, if you have a disability. Mm -hmm. Or there's the use of force. And none of those happened. And his attorney argued she may not have known it was him, but she agreed to the sex. And a jury found him not guilty. Even though if he had written a check. Right. Right. Like if he'd written a check from that boyfriend's account. Right. He would be held liable. For fraud. Exactly. For fraud. Right. Like, let, so this, it's this rape by very, fraud. It's still a problem. Right. Like, let's be so clear. That's, so that's what she's doing. This very brave girl. She's 10 years younger than me, but she is my me 10 years ago. You know, mm. she is my, I want to hug her because she's just me 10 years ago. Yeah. And she's just sweet and little. And she has no reason to, to have any problem with her story. You know, it's not yeah. like there's, uh, I, I hate to say that there are some victims that are better than others because there's not. There's only victims. But it is so hard to to tell a story where you're like, well, no, but I did ask someone to walk me home. Or, yeah. no, I was just – and where you there's, there's really no right. – Right. And she is changing the law to to include deception or fraud. And, and it has not passed yet. But I, I believe that it will even in this very backward state. Hmm. And – but it's amazing to me that that's how easy it is. No, no. She didn't know she was having sex with you, but she did agree to sex. Yeah. And that's how easy it is. And those things trigger me because it is just, it, it, it shows how much victims have going against them. There's that, that moment um, that's been making the rounds from uh, uh, Kamala Harris's cross-examination of Brett Kavanaugh where, oh, yes. where she says, how many laws are there governing men's bodies? Right. And it's this, it, for me, it's one of those beautiful like clarity points, <laughs> watershed moment mm -hmm. of just like, yeah, shit. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And, and it, it, it articulates how problematic so many of our law, uh, our law, our legal structures, I would say, because it's not just laws. It's also court cases that have decided this is how, you know, this is the precedent because we're a common a nation of common law. Like there's, there's all of these 
layers to the whole thing, but right. um, how problematic it is and how it's always been geared um, toward, toward what, what, what I call the white great white male. male. Right. Right. It's not well, just the white man. It's, it's the great white male. Right. Like, right. It's who we're supposed to be. Um, right. And, and us white men are, are this boring middle class, even lower class white men. We still get some benefit from it. Um, but, you know, we're not, we don't get to get off completely. I would never have gotten off completely like Brock Turner, for example. Um, uh, right. So. <laughs> yeah. That one is a whole nother. <laughs> yeah. I will say I'm going to offer something up that may be controversial, but I feel that as a victim, I'm allowed to say say it anyway. Yeah. Um, I watched, like I said earlier, I watched every single minute of Brett Kavanaugh's um, hearings, and I watched um, the female victim of his, and I read um, court court documents and and everything and um and what i came to with that is that i i believe he probably um he probably didn't remember yeah and um and so i don't believe he was lying because i have found that victims you know you have something hurts you and you remember it and it is it becomes part of your life and it really changed me to think that something that changed me as a human might be something someone else doesn't even remember yeah this moment in the conversation it spoke something so huge to me this notion that an event of trauma might be something that the violator might not even remember. How awful is that? And I, and I know, as I reflect in this conversation and as I reflect on my memory of the conversation and as I listen to it again, as I, I cut this thing into episodes and wrestle with it all over again, I know that I've hurt people, people I loved, in ways that I, I honestly didn't even notice. I'm guessing most of us have. And there's a supercharger element the second we bring sex into it because we've made sex such a powerful force in this country through our objectification of female-coded bodies. Well, and the exotification of any number of other bodies as well, to be frank. But an event of trauma... Uh, an event that someone else experienced as terrible and life-changing might not even be remembered by the person that did it. Thank you for tuning in again today. Next time, we'll have our conclusion, the wrap-up of this conversation. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk more soon.